Well, good day, everybody. It's Thanksgiving Day here in America, and it's a day to be thankful no matter where you live. And we want to celebrate our holiday with you today, whether you're in America or another nation. We want to tell our story of the miracle of this day and to be an inspiration for all in all nations. Well, happy Thanksgiving. You're going to hear a great story today. kingdom of God for a time such as this. That is what we're so excited about. Well, welcome. It's Monday. It is the 21st day of November 2022. This month is almost gone. I pray that you have been encouraged this month. I have a heart for every one of you and a desire to see you walk in what God has for you. Well, it is Thanksgiving Day in America. And we've been focusing this week on being thankful. And today is a special day. It's the culmination for us in America. And so we're going to play a story. I think I've done it on my live streams before. I don't think I've ever done it here on the podcast. Kind of the history of a major miracle that saved America, as we say, on that day back in 1620, around that time. And so listen to this story and let's celebrate what God can do and when he has everything in order for that to happen. All right, let's listen to this miracle. So there's a story that I really love from American history, and it's really the story that saved America in a lot of ways. And I mean that in like, a literal sense, it literally saved America, um, but it also saved America in a figurative way later. So years ago, back in the 1600s, long before the Europeans had actually really settled in the New World, a young Native American man was kidnapped by Europeans. His name was Squanto. He was taken from his homeland and sold into slavery in Spain. Now the the history or the account is a little vague about what happened to him after that point, but after several years, uh, Squanto somehow, miraculously, found his way back home. And after all of this struggle, after all of this pain, after all this heartache of, of fighting to get back home, he gets there to the spot where he had lived, and everything's gone. His family, his friends, everything, gone. And what historians believe is that they were wiped out by a mixture of of famine and plague. And so you have to put yourself in Squanto's position, right? He was taken from his homeland, 
And after all of this struggle, he comes back home. Undoubtedly, he's thrilled to be back home, and then he just finds, literally, literally, the land is covered in bones. The bones of his people. Well, he joins with a, a neighboring tribe. And years later, another group of Europeans come to the New World. And we know these people as the pilgrims. And they were actually trying to get to a very different spot of land in America. But they end up, uh, because of storm and misdirection and really confusion, they didn't know what they were doing, um, they end up exactly at the homeland of Squanto. In fact, William Bradford um, says something to the effect of building their community on the bones of a Native American people that had died out before they had gotten there. Well, as they built up this community that we know as Plymouth, um, things weren't going so well. And during the winter, uh, a lot of people died. There's about 100 people to begin with on the Mayflower, and uh, by the time the winter had ended, there were about 50 people. And you have to put yourself in the, in the pilgrim's shoes now. And you think you're doing God's will, you think you're doing the right thing. You're trying your best to move forward in life, and it's just not working. So either they, they have to get out of there or they're just going to die. That's, that's, the, that's the honest truth. All of them will die if somebody doesn't help them. And at the close of the winter, um, a miracle happened. A young man walked into camp and spoke to them in English. Now, it was broken English. It was actually a messenger sent by Squanto, uh, basically to say a few words, tell them, you have to talk to Squanto. He knows English. And then later, the pilgrims met with Squanto, who spoke more or less fluent English because he had lived as a slave in Spain and then eventually in England. And this, this is a miracle on, on so many levels because Squanto, at that point, taught them how to grow corn, how to survive in that area, right? That, that's a miracle by itself. He saved their lives physically, but there's more to it than that. I mean, this is a man who was literally kidnapped by the English and sold as a slave. He had everything taken away from him. The English then come back to his homeland and settle on it and take it all again, right? So you have to imagine him looking at these people and, and, and seeing them build on the bones of his people. This is a person who has all the reason in the world to hate, hate the English and say, you know what? I'm just gonna let them die like they let my people die. But he didn't. He forgave. And that's a miracle. Because had he not forgiven them, had he not helped them, this nation wouldn't exist. I and mean, you and I and the people watching this video, we, we probably wouldn't exist. Because the pilgrims, after surviving that experience because of Squanto, they were able to send communication back to England and say, we can live here now. And that began the, the migration of Puritans into New England, really. 
That's what sparked it. That's why we celebrate Thanksgiving and, and, and Plymouth Rock and the Pilgrims. And we celebrate it because of, of Squanto, really. Back at the beginning, I said this was a miracle that saved America, but it was also a story that saved America. And what I mean by that is that hundreds of years after this event occurred, America was engaged in the Civil War. And it wasn't just a battle about states' rights and slavery and anti-slavery, it was that. But it was also a battle for the soul of America, right? What does America represent? What kind of country are we? Because you could make the argument that America started in Jamestown, Virginia, right? That is where the origin story of America is. And that story is very much commercial, right? It's about growing tobacco. It's about slavery. It's about building America as a, as a very um, commercial enterprise, right? Doing whatever you can to make money. But then you could also make the argument that America began in Plymouth, right? That was the origin of America. And if you make that case, then you include the story of the Pilgrims and Squanto. And Abraham Lincoln took that story, that origin story, and said, this is America. And that story has become our story as a nation, right? He said, let's celebrate Thanksgiving because when the pilgrims made it through that horrible, terrible winter, they gathered together later and celebrated what we call the first Thanksgiving. Obviously, it looked a little different than what we celebrate now, but the idea is very much the same. Gratitude to God, very grateful to be alive, and celebrating with people whom you might not agree with, people who you forgive, people who you embrace, and bring in, and share a table with. This is what Abraham Lincoln put his life on. He literally gave his life for this idea of America. In fact, in his, his second inaugural address, he said, with malice towards none and charity for all. Right? And, and they're, in, they're engaged in this civil war. They're, they're, they're wrapping up these, these really intense um, hatreds and, and rivalries, and he says, Forgive, let's let it go. And let's all sit down at the table and celebrate our common humanity. Right? And so it really is a story that saved America. And if we could ever be saved again. We need it today. <laughs> I need God to show up in such a special way and that God is going to release some things in the spirit that we've never seen before. And it's going to take miracles like that. I love the divine appointments that happen supernaturally when God intervenes in a situation like that, puts the right person. What's the odds of them finding somebody who spoke English on the soils of this land that had never been pioneered before. And the fact that, you know, the Squanto, the Native American there, that all that he went through, slavery and learning 
and that's where you have to understand your journey that you may not understand why you're having to go through all you're going through. But God has another plan for it because he's going to put you in a position where you then can have an opportunity to be a healer, a restorer, and your situation that was so horrible, you go, oh, now I understand why God allowed that to happen. Joseph did that in the 50th chapter of Genesis when his brothers thought they were in trouble because Joseph had figured everything out. And he said, you know, hey, I'm not God, he said. It's kind of like what happened here in this story. And God can do whatever he wants. That's what Joseph was saying. But what you meant for evil, God turned it for good. And, you know, when you look at a slave life and then all of a sudden it's turned for good, saving a people. And not that America is perfect and not that we've done horrible things that are not doing horrible things now in the world. But one thing God used this nation for was to keep the light of the gospel going to the ends of the earth. This nation has financed and sent and blessed nations all around the world with the gospel, sometimes good, sometimes not always good. But it has been that light. And we need all nations to do the same. But in that story... You know, the first Thanksgiving that they had, you know, almost like I said, most people died that first winter, but the next year they had a harvest because of the help that they had. And I remember it was in a book um, called The Mayflower, The Story of Courage, A Community in War. There's a statement in there that says, the pilgrims had gone from the brink of perishing to an abundance of far from want in one growing season. (laughs) Look, That's how fast God can turn things around. He can turn them around immediately where it looks like it's going nowhere and then God turns it around for his good. I want to declare this today, that this is a day of the supernatural. And this is a day that God can turn every situation around in your life. And it can go from one bad season of barrenness and loss to all of a sudden God puts people in your life who help you and partner with you and they're part of the rescue of your life and your purpose. And then the next year you have plenty, not in so much so that you can share with others, kind of like that opening song we play there, that we have enough to share. I think that's what true abundance is. It's not enough that we just have enough for our needs, but that we can bless others as well. All right, let me pray for you today. Lord, on this Thanksgiving Day here in America, we give you thanks as Americans. But Lord, we give you thanks for the body across the earth. May it every day be Thanksgiving. The plenty of provision that comes from you. You provide all our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus to those who give and those who follow your your commandments and your ways. Bless them today. As they listen on this thing, we send a blessing from America to them and other nations. And we say, you be blessed as well today, both in your life, your city, your nation, and in your family. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow, Supernatural Friday. Well, thank you for joining us on our Thanksgiving podcast that we're having this week. I pray they've been a blessing to you. And from the bottom of my heart, Pastor Tim Karskadden here. 
I want to say thank you for following these podcasts, partnering with us on our live streams, watching our services, sowing into our ministry. I just want to give thanks all week long for the Lord, number one, in his provision, but for you being an answer to our prayers of seeking God. Well, have a great day.